cheese, and we get really high. Right, I get to talk right now. Okay. Hi, everyone. I'm the Shame of Tarvalon, and I'm here with my co-host, Danganonspo. Nospo. I can say that properly. Don't fucking at me. I'm back. I know you missed me. Yeah. Welcome back, Nosposh. He was awake. She went to her parents for her belated birthday like a loser. Anyways, welcome back to the Weed of Time podcast. We are high as kites. You might see that that's more than normal. We are eating snacks, and you better believe that we are about to talk about the Wheel of Time. So, first on the menu, Shaitan's lettuce. What was it? Dang. Weed, it's what's on the menu. <laughs> <laughs> Um, it was Balmoral from the brand, uh, Tweed. Tweed. Um, yeah. Also sponsor us. Or don't, man. Your stuff's not that great. We just have to say it is. We don't have to believe it in our hearts. We, we can have some cold pre touch later. Alright. Anyway. <laughs> We're running out of weed. We need to go to the weed store, because we live in Canada, where everything's great. That's a lot. That's There's bullshit. terrible, terrible things happening for indigenous peoples in Canada and our government's all corrupt. And poor people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And potentially women soon. Yeah. yeah. Hey, if you're a Canadian and you're going to be 18 on or before, what is it, the 21st, 22nd? Mm-hmm. The 21st. 21st. October, 30, or October 21st, 10 days before Halloween, y'all need to get your asses registered and y'all need to get your asses out to vote. Because that's fucking ridiculous. Anyways, we're But not talking. conservative. Fuck yeah, that. if you're going to vote conservative, just don't bother. Like, thanks. Just go home that day. Uh-huh. <laughs> we'll pay for your Uber Eats. Just stay home. Relax. Take a mental health day. You'll have to see if I actually said Mr. BuzzFeed's name, though. Just the... Because I don't know if I did. Why did you ago. say it? No, it's, it's fine. Okay. Let's continue. We'll smoke two bowls of Balmoral by Tweed. Balmoral by Gucci. Oh. Ah. I did a weird hair flip to go along with that and probably made more sense being able to see the hair flip. No, I didn't. It didn't help. (laughs) That's fair. Anyway, what are we eating? Our snacks for this evening. I made a guacamole and I made a salsa with Dang's Tostitos or with Dang's salsa Salsa recipe. recipe. We also have Tostitos for which to eat those with. I made a French onion dip as well, oh. and Nospo picked up regular chips. We also have a baguette, but we haven't cut that yet. We're maybe saving it for later. And, and we as. also have popcorn, and it's not deep fried. <laughs> That's oh, a callback. I wasn't going to say the deep fried part. Anyways, how y'all doing? Oh, we also have sour cherry blaster. Sponsor us, please. Oh, <laughs> my God. Maynard, I get so fat so fast. Oh, and I have pan with sweet mustard, too. That she's dipping the cherry It's the one in. from the Arter Hockley episode when man. we had pizza and stuff. And they gave us a sweat, a delicious dip, and it was swaggy. The least and... swaggy thing ever is you somehow putting an extra syllable in swaggy delicious. <laughs> Jesus fucking oh my Christ, God. we're a mess. <laughs> this is because we smoked two bowls instead of one, but the first one was like a very small bowl. I need it's to smoke seemed. two bowls just to get sober these days. <laughs> what the absolute fuck? I hate it. Anyways, 
We have prompts for this evening. What? Oh, good. <laughs> That's disappointing. <laughs> we can't just sit here and shoot the shit. They actually want us to eventually get to the Wheel of Time based stuff. Oh, because I, I don't know what the fuck we're talking can about. Can I interrupt for oh. one second? Just an update for everyone who wanted to know what state of matter the Wheel of Time community, I'm sorry, the Twitter time community thinks. Um, to be or Yes. Out of seven people, 29% voted for solid. 43% voted for liquid. And 28% voted for gas. I'd like to clarify that like almost 200 people saw this poll and seven of them voted. Because it's a bullshit question that don't make no sense. Shout out to Linny's Daily Advice, by the way, yeah. too. Yeah, they cool. Linny. Linny dope. Baby, baby. Alright. Oh. If you bail-fired somebody who had just bail-fired someone else, what would happen? <laughs> yeah, I put a pretty funny gif with that prompt on Twitter. You should check it out if you haven't already. So, my thoughts on this. I think you would then get written out of the pattern. And... If you bail-fired someone who would just... You would be erased. No, 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 Sorry. Both of the second people would be erased, and that would be the end. Okay, let's, would be let's no give complications. It... That is my thesis here. The other person would not come back. Yeah. What is your reasoning? They've already been written out of the pattern. Yeah. Someone else getting written out is not going to unwrite them. Un-unwrite them, you know what I mean? I agree with this. But I use my fun analogy from last week where... Dang. Holy shit, you're bad at this. You know what? I'm editing it. It's fine. I'm sorry that I associate my husband's name with a specific name, and it's weird for me to change that. I'm sorry. Going back to my analogy, where Dang said that I deserved a PhD in literary analysis, thinking about the pattern as an actual loom with threads hanging out of it, and we use the analysis of bale fire as actual fire on those threads. The stronger the bale fire, the stronger the fire. You get burned out of the pattern. You're burned out of the pattern. You can't reattach that thread. You can't just go back and knot that. And, and putting Burning that, another thread will not make your thread come back. Even putting another thread back in that one's place, it can't possibly be the same thread anymore, yeah. right? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Someone can't get written back in if they have been burned out. All right, well, I thought there would be more discussion around that. But... Speaking of burnt out, I think we need to smoke another bowl. I need to refresh. <laughs> same, though. <laughs> Anyway. They're trying to kill me. You don't have to come if you don't want to. You don't have to smoke it if you don't want to. No smoke. Yeah, but then I'm yeah. all lame. Do you have any thoughts on that? No, mostly because I agree. But I wonder if there's weird side effects to that, though. Because if we're thinking of it like a loom, mm-hmm. like, it could get jammed or, like, the string could break in a weird way or... It could affect whatever's coming out of the loom in a weird way. Not necessarily, because the threads that are getting woven are already in there. Mm-hmm. It wouldn't affect future events. But we have established that, obviously, if there's enough threads that get burnt apart, the pattern will just fall apart. It'll unravel. Yeah. And I was actually just going to say that, is the more I think about it, if you get written out of the pattern, that means every action you ever made should also have been written out. 
No, because it's going forward. It doesn't backlog like that? It does a little bit of backlog, but remember the analysis oh, of the fire right. on the thread? Mm-hmm. It burns it a little bit backwards. But not all the way. But not all the way. But the future of it is gone because it's no longer attached. Which is why when Rand Bale fired Ishmael? Robin. Yeah, Robin. Yeah, out of Caimlin. Mm. Matt and Aviando came back to life. Yeah. And so did Asmodian for like two minutes. <sighs> And so, Mospo is still very, very salty about Asmodian's death. Now, I'd like to add another thing, too. The fact that we're even having to have this conversation, the fact that we're actually, like, debating this as if there's some contradiction there, I think that partially explains why the world is just falling apart, right? (laughs) Bubbles of evil, weird things happening. Oh, time getting trashed out towards the end. interweaving in the same way anymore. And to look at that from a textile art mm-hmm. perspective, if too many threads get burnt in one burnt out in one area, that area is more likely to unravel. We can also then see the other half. So if it happens like a two-thirds of the way through, that last third is going to start to pull up weird to rejoin the rest of it to make up for that hole, which is where time gets screwy between the different threads. And that also explains why at the last battle when there was Balefire just going like fucking crazy. Sorry. I figured, but like... Balefire's going like crazy in the last battle. Sorry about the spoiler. Um, oh darn. I, I didn't would have never guessed that. that. But, but, but that explains why the ground starts coming apart and stuff. Like, mm-hmm. you can actually physically start seeing the strain on the pattern from all the Balefire. And that's where I definitely need to stop. <laughs> I'm fucking excited. Because I'm going to say some shit. Yep, and you shouldn't. Yep. That was a big me energy thing. That little spiel there going that far. Thank you. No, I just meant the spoiler that you ran into because you didn't stop. (laughs) Okay. Next one. Ingtar as a dark friend. What made him turn to the dark and what made him turn to the light? And any other thoughts on Ingtar? I... Read them the plot summary of The Great Hunt, and I read them the relevant chapter from where Ingtar dies to refresh their brains. So I have some thoughts on this right away. enjoy it. Hmm. It was just a very long section. So in there, he's talking about how he felt despondent because he saw no hope and no support. Mm -hmm. And so you might as well just join the bad side, because why the fuck not? Here's my thing about that. That is... An opinion that only a straight guy could have. He's so right. Well, no one's there for me. And no one's supporting me. And I don't feel like I have any hope. I'm just going to be the biggest fucking asshole imaginable. And vote conservative. Yeah, like... If Ingtar was like a woman or a LGBT person of color or something... Never would have happened. Just would have kept being a good border guard. That's that's the T on that, sis, just to begin with. Y'all can take that up. All right. Or move on. <laughs> hmm. Other thoughts on his turning to the dark. The other way to look at it is that hopelessness drove him, drove him into a depression. Mm-hmm. And the only one who felt like they could help him, or offered to help him possibly, which is how he actually became a dark friend would be 
the shadow. He didn't see salvation in the light. They didn't give it to him, so he latched onto the only thing he could have, and then it trapped him. That's big Sauron and Denethor energy. Mm-hmm. And I honestly, I just, I don't think it's weak as a writing point, but I think it is w- w- weak as a personal point. Dingtar suits. And, and just people who are like that, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's just, it, it I don't know. It, it, it's not weakness per se, I just, I find it kind of pitiful, I think is the point. And there's a larger philosophical thing I'd like to go into, but I don't think I should. Okay. Just, it, it's, it's my case against nihilism, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Nihilism being, well, nothing's has any meaning anyway, so I'm just going to not do anything. And it's like, okay, fuck you. You can look at it and say life has no meaning. Or you can look at it and say life has no meaning except that which I give it. And I should fucking try. That's the only way life can have any possible meaning is if I give it that. And it's the same thing like Ingtar looking at the choice and being like, well, I can slave away forever with no hope and feel like everyone's alienating me or mm-hmm. I can be evil. Yeah. Why not just be evil? You're fighting for the people whether they support you or not. That's the point. Mm-hmm. Right? Who cares if there's no hope? You have to try or what's the fucking point? Anyway, sorry. I said I was butting out of this. Someone else, please. I also feel like he kind of had the same view when he came back to the light. Like, well, I'm fucked anyway, so I might as well... Just let He had been trying for a while, though. He has been. He was trying the entire... That was the whole reason he was going after the sword... Or the horn the way he was. Is He's like, oh, this can save me from what I've done. Yeah. Well, let's talk about Inktar as a dark friend. So, I assume that Inktar was the one that let Padden Fane out of his cell. Based on the fact that... When that happens, originally we see Pat and Fang go, you? I wouldn't have expected you, kind of mm. thing. And Inktar is supposed to be, like, this super, super stalwart defender and stuff. So I think that Inktar freed Pat and Fane. That That is my thoughts. That's a really good take. Mm. And we know that Inktar let the Grey Man into uh, mm. the keep to either kill Rand or the Amerlin. Or the Amerlin. And we don't know anything else that Ingtar did as a dark friend. But you have to imagine that some of the Trolloc attacks that were getting through yeah. into the southerly lands mm-hmm. were probably him. Yeah. He was probably ordered to let something slip by. Yep. Mm-hmm. So, like, we, we could imagine that the Trollocs that attacked Emmons Field, those might have been directly his work as a dark friend. It could have been. Letting them get through, making sure someone wasn't on guard somewhere so they could sneak in. That's fair. I wasn't saying, like, we should assume that's all he's done. No, no, no. I was just trying to validate why I thought, here's one other thing he could have been doing. Yeah. Um, Intentionally weakening the defenses of Shinar. Yes. Yes. And Ranland as a whole. Um, But then, at some point, between those acts, or he was probably wanting to return to the light as he was doing those things. Uh... Probably at a shock moment when that arrow came out of nowhere and nobody saw anything. Because he's like, oh, fuck, I did that. Do I believe Did I it? do that? Yeah! Yeah, big Urkel energy. Um, what? Is it Urkel? No, no, you're, no, you're good. 
Okay. Um, he was clearly questioning it at the time. And then at some point decided that, oh, if he was able to get the horn, it would be able to save him. Because we see him through all of book two get, like, crazier about the horn. Mm-hmm. And... Because he starts off relatively chill. He's a cool guy, you know? And then he's, like, so upstrung and stuff and, like, wanted to go beat up an innkeeper to tell him where... No, he wanted to go beat up Arthanis to be like, I'll beat out of where the... Or beat the... Where the... I'll beat the location of the horn out of him. Blah, 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 blah. And, like, I will have the horn! Because he's getting more and more desperate. Mm-hmm. And you know what? I say again. It, 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 it's it's a it's a position that only a straight guy could have. Because mm-hmm. he's done all this horrendous shit and continues to do all this horrendous shit while thinking to himself, well, if I do one unrealistically giant thing, I can be redeemed, as he continues to do the shitty things. White people about reconciliation with indigenous populations. I'd like it to happen, but I'm not willing to do anything small even to make it happen now. Fuck. Right? So... He goes over there because he's a straight guy, and stays over there because he's a straight guy, apparently, and, and fails to help in any meaningful way until the very end because of it. Okay. Um. And, and then, when he dies, <laughs> when he sacrifices himself, I think that's also a little bit weak, because he never has to live with any of the consequences of what he did. It was an escape, and we've already established mm-hmm. that they could have escaped out the back. Exactly. He, he just wanted to die. Dude, he's but he wanted to try to make it out of something. Exactly. He he didn't. He wanted to make his confession and then die, so he didn't have to live mm-hmm. with that responsibility. Yep. Duty is heavier than the sword. You're fucking right, though. I wonder, too, if he switched over, like officially, like he was no longer debating it. Because he was like, oh, fuck. I guess this guy's actually the dragon reborn. I'm fucked if I don't do anything about this now. Mm-hmm. There could have been some desperation involved, yeah. And I think a fairly large turning point for Ingtar as a character as well was when they went through the portal stone and he saw all those different versions of yeah. his own life. Mm-hmm. And realized that he would never hold the Horn of Valir. The pattern, that was not something the pattern had written him to. Oh, I thought it was he, he never blew it. He held it a few times. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. The pattern yeah, no, you're wasn't right. written for him to blow yeah. it at any point. Yeah, he was never the horn blower. He never got to have his salvation that way. So I think upon finishing that, he was looking for salvation in another manner, which mm-hmm. resulted in the self-sacrifice play. Mm-hmm. I think the general summary for that then can be in basically every case he could find, mm-hmm. Ingvatar took the easy way out. Mm-hmm. I agree. That's a shame, though, because I like Ingvatar. <laughs> I know! And that's the tea, sis. The He's tea drinking man. Guinness, sis. Ah, too many S noises. Oh, don't even do that. Okay, no. As, as soon as people start doing the noise, I get visceral flashbacks to every girl in my high school class because they fucking adored that video and they would qu- er, and they would like talk it to themselves. What video? I'm a snake. I'm a snake. Oh, okay. So as soon as I hear that go on for more than like a second, I'm just like, no, fuck you. Hackles rise. 
Dang feels very visceral, viscerally about this, apparently. Nice job on the dang. I know. I almost <laughs> missed proud of you. Shit got dang. Oh, skate, skate. Oh, bye. dang. All right. Next. Okay. So. Oh, hell yeah. Our last prompt for the evening. Wait, what time we got, by the way? Yeah. Under 25 minutes. Okay. That's fine. This will take a while. Yeah, and I had an idea, too. Uh. To smoke another bowl. <laughs> yes, but something we could do when we finish this, because mm. we talked about recording a second episode tonight, yeah. just because schedule-wise this is going to be a little difficult to do in the future, next, the immediate future. Our Octobers are fucked, man. So what we could do is... It's my birthday, it's could, Thanksgiving, because we're Canadian. Th- this uh, episode could end up being a little bit shorter. Yeah. We could stop, go out, smoke another bowl, come in, do the second one, and it would be part one and part two, because it's the same snacks and we're smoking and stuff. Oh. I feel like that would work. Yeah. The right? mm-hmm. Sorry. Because I feel like all of the prompts for the two are kind of short. Yeah. Anyways. Okay. So, third prompt. You were saying. Guac and... Oh, that's the... Guac. <laughs> I started reading the snacks. <laughs> Our third prompt is solely guacamole in the Wheel of Time universe in Randland. What would it look like? Discuss. Where would it come from? Where would it go? Where would it come from? Cotton eye blow. <laughs> we are going to read the basics of the star signs and assign them to the main characters. Thank you to... <laughs> give me one sec. Ooh, Nintendo and... Yeah, Nintendo and... Oh, I, I'm just trying to figure out what the actual... Thing is. It's, I, it's like Matt slash Maddie. I know that, but I'm just trying to figure out what their actual... Um... Handle? Yeah, handle is underscore alive a life underscore and n one n t e n d h zero Nintendo for giving us the link to this magical thing. That username sounds like a Russian bot that's trying to hack us against Hillary Clinton and Joe Biden. Just saying. Sure. Okay. Oh, I started to scoop guacamole, but I realized I still have to talk. Sorry, Nintendo. No offense. Great username, though. Sorry, I'm. So, you remember how we talked about last night? Um, how I already knew what all my signs were? Just mm-hmm. for some reason? That upset me. It's, it's a it's a note on my phone. Give me a second, because I realize This that. is everything you can ever know about me. Dom. Dom. Oh, no, it, it's Yang, but there's dog right above it. <laughs> they kind of smush together. <gasps> Sorry, I have to go back and find the actual link, because one of them oh, yeah, doesn't take me there. to the descriptions. One of them takes me to uh, an article. But they're like the same website, but I couldn't figure out how to navigate between all sites. Okay, so we're gonna figure out different things about the different signs. So, liquid or gas, go. Oh, do I actually have to click Can on you see my name right next time? Dang! <laughs> Solid liquid gas, go! None of the above. There wasn't an option. <laughs> Alright, Aries the Ram. Aries is no. symbolized by the Ram. The ram has come to represent... Oh, I don't want what it represents. I want to know what it means about a person. 
Aries is the first sign of the zodiac, and Aries natives are the first to start, and the first to finish whatever they set out to do. That sounds like a Wayne to me. Aries is an active, energetic sign. People with sun in Aries are direct, straightforward, and uncomplicated. They expect the same from others and are baffled when they don't always get it. Get it. Any characters that that sounds like. Dang, could you just bring the chip bags back over? That's, that's what I was thinking about doing, but I didn't want to interrupt you. No! Guacamole down. Guac down. <laughs> Black guac down. Green guac down. Alright, I want to read that for myself just real quick. Mm-hmm. I'll send you the link to this page. Active and energetic. Direct, straightforward, and uncomplicated. First to finish. Or first to start. First to finish. I f- Gwen. Well, no. I'm thinking um, parent. Oh. And the fact that he just doesn't understand fail in the slightest. Yeah. Fail. Because she's not simple. And yeah. he just expects her to be. Yep. Has different customs and shit. Where yelling is a sign of love. So yeah, I kind of legitimately think we could make a case for Perrin as an Aries. Yeah, that's fair. Maybe think... for Galad, too. Oh, if we continue on, it says they're natural athletes. So that also makes sense for Perrin Both. or Galad. I just got to the part... We're At the very least, their natural incl- inclination is to use their bodies to get things done. That's fucking Perrin. Perrin, Perrin. Sorry, continue. We just got to the book where Elias is telling Perrin that he needs to shout at her. <laughs> Perrin's talking to the, this fucking very important lady. And all you can think about is like, fucking Elias telling me to yell at my fucking wife. Calls the queen by her first name. He's still stupid about his wife. It's like, Oh fuck, I'm gonna be dead in about three seconds if I don't reprimand this. It was good. It was a good chapter. I enjoyed it. Karen trying to be lordly is always fun. Sorry, we're restocking snacks a little bit. Also, I don't think the slump exists, guys, because I'm really enjoying the Path of Daggers. The slump's not real. The slump is just how long it took for the books to come out in between without any big battles. Reading it straight through, there's no slump. No, I, I found a big slump. Yeah, it's because you hate Elaine. Say yeah. Hello. Okay. No, but think about it. The first half of the book, Crossroads of Twilight, did not need to happen. It could have been, like, a chapter. I don't know why you think that, but I can't ask you right now because no spoilers here. Is Crossroads, Crossroads of Twilight book 10? Yeah. The last book of the slump. Alleged. Oh, am I gonna finish all of this and? No, I'm gonna help. Girl, okay. do it. All right. No, don't let him. Next star sign. Okay. Taurus the bull. Got to scroll down to the section we care about. There is something very solid about Taurus natives, no matter what the rest of their chart says about them. Though they are dependable most of the time, this generally shows itself more in habit than in outright helpfulness. Taurus natives are sensual folk, and this includes sex, but extends to pleasures in all areas. They oh. delight in the sensual pleasures of food, a comfortable blanket, a richly colored aquarium to look at, the smell of flowers or spring rain, pleasing melodies coming from their stereos, and so f- some so forth. Some might even say they live through their senses more than most. There's other stuff. They're hardworking as well, apparently. Oh, well, now you're wrong. Now you're wrong, Nospo. Hardworking. It's not Asmodian. <laughs> <laughs> I think it might be Grain Doll, though. Oh, that's fucking true. It is Grain Doll. It was almost Asmodian. Like, it was right there. Right until hard working came up. 
people who just want to be doing this work. Asmodeus He's was just there for a good time and a long time, you know? <laughs> but he wasn't actually. <laughs> how, how old was Asmodean? Because I, when we, I was thinking about this. In high history, when we talked about how Ishmael was fucking around with Arter Pendrang. Ishmael was not old. fully in the boar. Okay. So Ishmael got popped out approximately every 40 years and fucked with stuff. Asmodian is more than 3,000 years old, because that's when the boar was sealed. Okay. 3,000 years ago. But other than Ishmael, Belal, and Agenor, all of them were so entrenched in that seal that they did not age. Belal and Agenor were closer to the surface, so some rot, I guess, got through to them. Mm -hmm. Uh, And Ishmael was on his weird, crazy little philosopher schedule. Um, what was that in relation to? What started that? We're talking How about stars. Old was right. Yes. Continue. And Grain Doll is a sign. It's Tauros. Taurus. Taurus mm-hmm. is a Pokemon. Shut the fuck up. I'm just thinking about how many Tauros Tor- Ash owns, man. Because it's so fucking many. Alright. Actually, there's a really good, <laughs> really good episode. In Pokemon Sun and Moon, where Ash goes back to Kanto and sees Brock and Misty, and I swear to fucking God, Ash is on Oak's farm or whatever the fuck he has behind his house, and he sees all the Tauros running towards him, and he just sticks his arms and legs up, come here guys, and you just see Ash fly a billion feet in the air, and it's the best fucking thing they could have done. I gotta tell you, I didn't listen to like any of that. I tuned in for like the last ten seconds because I was doing stuff on my phone. <laughs> I'm a terrible friend. Um, Gemini. I know these are supposed to be shady bitches, two-faced bitches, if you will. All right. Elaine. Yeah. What? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I have like one of us has got to say it who's it gonna be okay the urge for self-expression is strong these natives are often just as interested in collecting information as they are in in, are in sharing it curious to a fault gemini's have a finger in every pie (laughs) solar gemini's are flexible and changeable people their ability to adapt quickly to new situations generally gains them plenty of friends and social contacts Usually quite clever and witty, Geminis enjoy intellectual conversations and they're easily bored if they are not getting enough mental stimulation. Often quite adept at fitting in with others, super confident, intimacy is hard, difficult to know what they feel, and very flighty. <laughs> Shut up! <laughs> dang it! Oh, dang it. Dang it. <sighs> We say dang it when we're swearing for messing up Dang's name. But yeah, I think Elaine pretty much sums that up. Mm-hmm. No further discussion. And you know who fucking else? Who? Probably fucking Gowan. Ah, oh, yeah. They got it from me, mama. They oh. got it from me, mama. But it was a more recessive G's. Or recessive gene. More gays did not carry it, but her and Taryn Gild sure as heck did. I haven't got to mo- a lot of Gowan shit yet, and I'm not excited for it. 
That's sad. Because Elaine is, I mean, Egwene is the boss's ass bitch and deserves a boss ass man. Alright. Cancers. Dang sign, even though he thinks he's a Gemini. I am a Gemini. What NASA said. Never the sun is in Cancer from June 21st to July 22nd. It's called Cafe Astrology. <laughs> it can't be Thanks wrong. Thanks for saying my name again. Oh, sorry. Dang. Dang, Dang it. <laughs> you all don't get better at this. No. We're bad. We'll start doing this all the time when we're high. It'll help. Yeah. <laughs> it's practice. It's like, you know. Okay, sudden cancer natives have a strong survival instinct. They are protective of those they care about and of themselves, too. They are often quite reticent about sharing their inner selves to the rest of the world and are often caught up in reminiscence. Reminisce. Cancers have a reputation for moodiness, although this trait is most evident when the moon is in cancer. Cancer needs roots. They resist change to an extent and concern themselves about being secure and safe in most everything they do. They can be quite intrigued by objects with history attached to them. They are a very sensitive sign and don't appreciate when you're blunt with them. Are in fact quite yielding and soft when you have them in the right mood. How's it feel to share a sign with Nynaeve? <laughs> Bullfucking shit. <laughs> no, I literally just read Nynaeve's no, character description. <laughs> and you said her real name again. <sighs> I think it's the first one in our time anybody's ever fucked up no my name. Spo. <coughs> no spell. I'm no spell. I'm shame. Shame. Call for shame. <laughs> <laughs> what do we do when we fuck up no spells? Because we have dang it. We have oh shame. Nynaeve not appreciating appreciating people being blunt. To her, yeah. Yeah. Nynaeve would kill a bitch if they were just fucking blunt to her. She gets to be blunt. Nobody else mm-hmm. does. Also, I thought you were getting mad at me for saying Nynaeve's name. Uh-huh. I was like, um... <laughs> I still don't buy Nynaeve, but that's fine. He just doesn't want to share. Doesn't he doesn't want to be compared to... <laughs> oh, then you share a sign with Gowan and Elaine <laughs> Baller. <laughs> Leo. Party. Oh, what was it that Jonathan said? Oh, oh, work. <laughs> work. You better work. Leo. The sun is in Leo from July 23rd to August 22nd, depending on the year. There's an unmistakable regal air to solar Leos. They are d- dignified, even noble folk. Reputation for being conceited, but think again. Leos do feel important, but this generally takes the form of wanting to change the world in some way, to make the world a better place. Motivated by affection for people, have big dreams and plans to make people happy. Hardworking. Attracted to the good things in life, but know they have to work to get them. Um, these people can sleep in, laser in, and luxuriate for long periods of time. However, when they get to work, they do it with intensity and determination. If you accuse them of bad intentions, that's, they'll get sad. Okay, so hold on. Loyal and sometimes rather traditional. That is absolutely not your youngest brother. Because I think that date lines up. But it is definitely Rand. So I'll say it was Nana. Yeah, that is. But yeah, no, that is not him. It's also kind of Galad, too. 
So now you're saying your siblings' names. Oh, yeah. My youngest brother. Who did you say no school? Galad. Yeah. Get sad when he has to do the wrong thing. Except yeah. for the part about relaxing. Yeah. Galad has never relaxed a single inch in his entire life. That's fair. That's because Galad's never had a single inch in his entire life. <laughs> oh! Most beautiful man. No penis. <laughs> literally just a Ken doll. <laughs> it was a terrible accident. Galad is literally just a Ken doll. <laughs> yeah. No, no, it wasn't an accident. He did it intentionally. So he could never be tempted into sin. That is some children in the light bullshit. So of course it's appropriate for Glad. Am I wrong? Virgos. Des you, Nospo. Don't look at me like that, Tim. <laughs> Looking at your dance, I'm like, Virgo? More like Virgin. Some roasty, toasty roasts up in here tonight, folks. I'm on fire, y'all. All right. This is no supposed sign. Virgo. Rare what? to find the stereotypical, nitpicky, exacting, clean freak in modern-day Virgos. That's rare for them. Although the side of Virgo has evolved with the times, there are some unmistakable traits that remain. Virgo people are generally respectable, hardworking individuals who have a love of knowledge and know-how. Virgo symbol, the virgin, shows itself in the lives of Virgos through a love of all that is natural and a certain purity of spirit that keeps Virgos self-sufficient and self-contained, at least on the surface. Why do I sound like a 50s housewife? (laughs) They're sensitive to their surroundings and tend to embarrass easily. Uh, Generally reticent when faced with anything or anyone new. If they feel comfortable, they can talk up a storm. Uh, many Virgo sons are not too comfortable in the limelight. The, they are fine living in the background as long as they feel useful and appreciated. Solar Virgos have a sense of responsibility. Even when they've convinced themselves to be irresponsible about something or the other, they worry about it. Also Rand. Um, more always... Moraine. Um. Leanne. <laughs> you better work. <laughs> Min? Oh god, I love Leanne. <laughs> they are restless and nervous. Want to do things well. Elena? No! <laughs> Alright, that's one. Now you know how I felt about Nynaeve. I would love to share a side with Nynaeve. Nynaeve is a oh. queen. Three hours later. <laughs> Dave's just been peed for days. Yeah. We haven't gone to work, which is fine. We'll wait for this placement to be over. Yeah. I don't know how he was still peeing, but he was still peeing. How did you pee for just as long as Nell does? I have no idea. <laughs> but that's why I couldn't hold it anymore. You know? No, that's fair. All right, so. We're gonna, we, we made a thing. We're going to cut out some sections. Okay. We have a three hours later thing. How is he still peeing? Oh, It'll be Lord. funny. Okay. So who did we decide was a Libra? Virgo. We haven't read Libra yet. Oh, really? I thought you guys were just going to keep going. Who no, because it's my sign, so you need to be able to make fun of me because I made fun of you. I need you to know there's some famous people with the sun in Virgo. Billy Ray, Cypress. Like, no. <laughs> Cyrus? No, it literally says Cypress. Billy Ray, Cypress. Oh my fucking <laughs> 
Oh, that broke oh. my achy breaky heart right there. Gloria Estefan. You know what? I could share a birthday with Gloria Estefan. <laughs> Libra. I don't think I'm a Libra. <clears throat> Generally thought to be sociable, somewhat intellectual souls have an almost innocent way about them that makes them very approachable. Generally quite eager to cooperate, Librians, librarians spend a lot of their time trying not to rock the boat. Librarians. <laughs> also, I swear to God, we're in an alternate universe where there was chips in this book because there's not now. I ate them all <laughs> so fast. We'll finish Libra and then we'll take another snack refill. Oh, I could cook. I'll put it in the guacamole. Stop. <laughs> Fucking stop. Jesus. In theory, Libras are peace loving. In practice, they can quietly stir up all sorts of trouble with their ways. Okay, this has mostly been you. Really? Yes. I'm not cooperative. That's why I said mostly. Continue. (laughs) Because Libra enjoys balance in their lives, they seek the middle ground. In the process, they may end up trying to be everything to everyone. This is where their reputation for untruthfulness comes from. Generally, their untruths spring from a true desire for peace and fairness, although they may not be comfortable with direct and malicious trickery. That's a lie. I called it kid trick for for a semester. They feel totally justified when they lie in order to avoid making waves. Peace and stuff. But it can cause a ruckus. But apparently, we're really good at being the blame for it. Like, avoiding that. Comparing and thinking in relative terms instead of absolutes. I'm the highs hit me more. It's getting hard to harder to summarize. I apologize for reading a lot of stuff verbatim. I got one for this. Society needs rules, and these rules attempt to bring justice, equality, and fairness. <laughs> On an individual level, level, Libra represents these laws of civilization. Libra comes across as very civilized and rather refined. Everybody ready? Yes, Matt. <laughs> I would love to share a star sign with Matt Coffin. Also, popcorn and the guac is bad. Don't do that. <laughs> didn't realize you did that. Right, we're going to refill. Okay. Brief interlude for refilling snacks. Oh, oh shit. shit. I... Scorpio. So much this is just me scrolling I know, in silence while I scroll. A... Okay. One after me. Known for their intensity, want to throw themselves into whatever they do, but it's hard to get them to commit. Bad. <laughs> um, it's better not to even try to get them to do anything. Absolutely have their own mind and primary motivation is unlikely to be prestige, like Capricorn friends or even authority. They want real power, but their power can be one of the behind-the-scenes variety just as long as they have it. A lot of willpower... Uh, patience with powerful skills, getting the hands dirty, never give up. Yeah. Braid. <laughs> yeah. And Matt. Also, yeah, I was trying to do the blood thing, but I have no fucking idea how to do the blood thing. Kind of looks like it. Oh my god. Definitely Moraine, though. Yeah. I just realized now that the one we said for Rand would also apply to Land. A little bit. A little bit. Rand has more feely wheelings. Land has feelings in the right context. They're just deep, deep inside. Okay, what's Sagittarius? Restful, or restless, cheerful, and friendly. Generally on the go. Love of freedom, disdain for routine. Generally quite easygoing. Friends with lots of people. Love to laugh and tease and get along with 
get along well with both sexes. Blind faith in people and the world. Um, curious people who love to learn. Fire sign, so a quick temper. Uh, but then they forget what made them angry. Fail. Oh shit! You're right. Wow. <laughs> Generally easy to forgive, however. After all, their direct, honest approach in life is admirable. Min Farsha. Ah, uh, I don't. I think she's too introverted to be a Sagittarius. Because I think she'd be happier in the background in general. Party. <laughs> but I eel for sure. Sherry. <laughs> I'm sorry, everybody. Do you want to rant about Shirium for a second? Oh my god! <laughs> I did not see that one coming. Oh my god. Look that face. Alright, next Capricorn. Capri Sun. Swear to god, that sounds. It sounds like a spice. <laughs> Cardamom? <laughs> oh yeah, all my favorite zodiac signs. You know, Leo, Virgo, and. <laughs> Capri, Capri Sun? <laughs> and my favorite child. Cardamom. <laughs> my favorite child. Halima. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. I'll get the... I'll get... Okay. Mm-hmm. I- I'm starting to grind up some more weed and uh, no supposed to bring out the Cold Creek Koosh. The Cold Creek accoutrements, if you will. The birthday present that it's we not gave like her. It's bad weed. It's just we know that this weed's better. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways. I just want to see accoutrements. Anyway. Capricorn, not a Kirby son. Realistic. <laughs> uh, feet on the ground, eye on the prize. Realistic, grounded approach to life. Um, know how to do things and to get things done. Turn their backs on things that they deem frivolous. Very much concerned with things that are worthwhile. Want to do and be something worthwhile. Oh, I got this one too. Need to feel useful and effective to be satisfied. Uh, recognition in a worldly sense. Uh, strong sense of society and its framework. Feel most secure when they feel they are doing their part within that framework. Swan Sanjay. Okay, but also with me. Yeah. Pair things down, take pleasure in the simple things. However, many are attracted to status symbols, and these ones will wear the best clothes and drive quietly impressive cars. Um. Yeah, you know, like a Prius. <laughs> a Volvo. There's <laughs> nothing quiet or impressive about a Volvo. He drove the best car, a Volvo. They'll take things slowly, but they'll eventually get to the top of the mountain. Steadily and sure-footedly. Rather lonely, although they rather or rarely let it show. Often a little reserved or standoffish. Value things practical so they don't do emotions, really. Unimaginative, can, but can be enormously creative. This is also kind of parent. Yeah, a little bit. That's what fun. Mr. Buzzkill said, the parent and no one else. Yeah. Also, I have no idea what you said because I was too busy thinking about a cabasa and how the, that's my entire high school experience was playing cabasa. The fuck is cabasa what? if you're not talking about the fucking ham garlic sausage? The, the, I don't know. It looked like... Like a maraca, except it had silver beads around it, and you put it in your hand. Oh, the twister. Yeah. Yeah. The yeah. That was so much of my high school experience. You mean a bop it? <laughs> no. Twist it. Pull it. I have a hundred out of a hundred. Don't do that to your penis. At home. 
Okay, so <laughs> Aquarius. Or are we done with? Yeah, okay. we can be done with that. Aquarius. Uh, standout characteristics is unwillingness to follow the beaten path or beaten track. Not a road, not a path. Not like a track. Path. Yeah. It's not even track. Come to think of it. it yeah. <laughs> with advancement and progress on their minds, there can be an irreverence to old and outdated ways of thinking and doing things. Uh, Matt with the dragons. Ignore that. Um. Can be surprisingly stubborn. She won't know what it means. It's fine. Idealism runs strong. Oh shit! I accidentally scrolled up to the top. There's a stupid button. Uh, aloof and standoffish. Aim to free themselves of personal and social conditioning. Idealism runs strong, but they can be very fixed in opinions. Nonetheless, are very well liked. Curious and observant, and tolerant in a broad sense. Prejudice and bias is offensive to the typical whole Aquarius, and that's enough of that. Okay. Who so that applies to Swan. Uh, oh, I don't know. I can't really think of any either. Mine. <laughs> Pisces, the fish. A bill. Swan. They apparently contain. <laughs> A little bit of all the signs because they are the last one. Changeable and adaptable, but open minds and tremendous understanding. Often misunderstood. Yearning for understanding and the other part in a state of divine discontent. Suffering is sometimes glamorized in the Piscean world. Gawin! Frequently pegged as wishy washy. (laughs) Frequently pegged. <laughs> Episode title. Pisces. Fuck. Sorry, go ahead. Pisces are tuned into a higher purpose and their dreams transcend the individual, all of the children of the light. They're just misguided. Um, can be extraordinarily successful when given the chance to express themselves. In the arts a lot, apparently, where they're found. Sensitive to criticism and sensitive to others' feelings. Isn't that just Asmodian? <coughs> <laughs> That's the look I was giving you, no spell. Asmodian. Oh, yeah. And he's frequently pegged. It's perfect. Right? Okay, so here's a conclusion I've kind of come to as we're doing this. Mm. So many of them, we say multiple people across multiple things. Yeah. And I think that really just proves how fucking fooey astrology mm-hmm. is. Because there's aspects of everyone that can be found in all of those. Yeah. Well, there's such general statements, like, literally in the right context, I could be every single one of these. Well, exactly, right? And Or, like, there's aspects of all of them that could apply to anybody. And so, yeah. I think this is just a really good example of why astrology is bullshit. Cause Sorry we- if anybody believes in astrology. We're a very anti-astrology household. Sorry if anyone believes in astrology. That sucks for you, bro. <laughs> fuck. Also, if you don't believe climate change is real, fuck right off. Mm. Alright, so we're gonna wrap that up. Because I think it's been like an hour and we still want to record a second episode. So, thank you for joining us for this episode of The Weed of Time and we hope you tune in again soon. If you liked or disliked what you heard, make sure to let us know on Twitter. 
I can be found at Shame of Tarvalon. Den can be found at Dangest underscore con underscore. And Nospo can be found at W-O-T, no spoilers. Until next time, remember that the weed weaves as the weed wills. So check it. Bye. Bye. Now take my red, black card and my jewelry Shawty, it's cool